We have been purchased by blood. Not with things that are corruptible, but we have been purchased by the incorruptible blood of the Lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that it is precious blood. So his precious blood was shed for the precious fruit of the earth. And as we exercise faith in his blood, trust in his blood, it will make all of the difference in your life. But if by the spirit of faith on the inside of you, you will show confidence in what has been accomplished through the substitutionary sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God slain from before the foundation of the world. It will change your life. It will change your circumstances. It will change the way that you think. It will change where you live. It will change your body. It will change anything and everything that needs to be changed. Oh, the blood of Jesus will never, ever lose its power. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, that you should show forth the praises of Him who has called you out of darkness and brought you into His marvelous light. The Amplified says that you are a purchased possession. We are purchased possessions of the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth. He has purchased us with His own blood. He has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He has brought us out and brought us back and put us into the royal family. And He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. Woo! Glory to God. Oh, thank God you've been purchased by the blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Lord. You see, in the old covenant, all they could do was slay an animal, an innocent animal. And once a year, they had to bring the blood. And the blood only covered for their sins. And they had to do it year after year after year. But our champion, the Lord Jesus Christ, entered in once into the Holy of Holies. And He obtained eternal redemption for us. And you have been once and all redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. This blood didn't cover our sins. This blood removed our sins. And the master said, your sins and your iniquities will I remember no more. He has no remembrance of what you used to be. He doesn't see you through the eyes of the old man. He sees you through the eyes of the new man. The new man that is born of God. The new man that is a new creation in Christ Jesus. The Bible says that all things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. One translation says, behold, the new and fresh has come. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. I am told in Lexington, Kentucky, that some of the greatest horses, champions, have, have lived there and have bred there and are trained there. And I have been told that one horse, if they wanted to breed and get a colt out of that horse, it was going to cost six 
$100,000. And the reason why is because, you see, it had the bloodline of a champion flowing through its veins. Somewhere down the line of its genealogy, the genetics, glory to God, said, this horse is a champion. This horse has the potential to go all the way and to win every race that it ever runs. Well, I got news for you. Jesus, the son of the living God, is the champion over death, hell, and the grave. He is the champion of the universe. And he has royal blood flowing through his veins. Hallelujah. This blood was not contaminated like the blood of Adam. This blood was conceived from the Father God in the Virgin Mary. Whoa, glory to God. The Holy Ghost came upon her and overshadowed her. And that which was born of her was of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And you and I, we have not been born again of corruptible seed. But we've been born again of incorruptible seed. And you and I now have the bloodline of the champion flowing in our lives. I am not looking at would-be's and could-be's. I'm looking at men and women of God who are of a new race, a new species that never existed before. I'm looking at an auditorium full of champions. Glory to God. Heirs of God. Joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Not losers, but winners. Hallelujah. Not beggars, but victors. Not the sick, but the healed. Not the poor, but the rich. Not the down, but the up. Glory to God. Through the blood of the Lamb, we've been redeemed. We've been justified. We have been reconciled to God. Hallelujah. Through the blood of His cross. The Bible says He made a propitiation for you and I. The Bible says that through the blood of his cross, he has made peace. He has reconciled you. The word reconciled means to be restored. Restored to what, pastor? Restored to fellowship and restored to favor. You see, there was one time that Adam sold us out and our fellowship was disconnected for a period of time. But oh, the second Adam came on the scene, born of God, hallelujah, with blood of a champion in his veins and set his face like flint and went to Calvary's cross. And he is the King of kings and Lord of all. We were outside of the covenant. But he broke down the middle wall partition that was between us. And he made peace. And he is the prince of peace. He restored you now to fellowship. But not only did he restore you to fellowship, he restored you to favor. Now because of the blood, you can go out these doors today and you can say the favor of God's on me. Because I've been restored to fellowship. Everywhere I go, I have favor. I got favor coming in. I got favor going out. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm a favorite of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. His favor attends my way. 
You know, Jesus said, as a believer, you can have what you say. So believers, start exercising faith in the blood. Start exercising faith in what the blood has done for you. And walk out of these doors today and begin to boldly declare and say, I'm a favorite of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I got favor with God and man. Everywhere I go, the favor of God hunts me down. The favor of God's overtaking me. The favor of God's looking for me. I got so much favor, I don't know what I'm going to do with all of it. Glory to God. The Bible says that he encompasses the righteous as with a shield. What kind of shield is that, Pastor? That's a shield of favor. And that favor has been bought and paid for for you by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter where you're from, where you've been. What matters today is where you're going. I tell you where we're going. By the blood, we're going from victory to victory. We're going from strength to strength. And we're going from faith to faith. Restored. Restored to favor. Restored to fellowship. By the king of glory. By the king of glory. Who will commune with his own. Who will fellowship with his own. Just like you want your kids to come up on your lap and you want to talk with your kids and hold your kids and love your kids. How much more does your heavenly father love you? Come on, somebody. If you're willing down, if you're willing to hold down a second job for your kids to see to it that they got clothing for school and they got food on the table. How much more shall your heavenly father give good things to them? Glory to God that he loves how many of you saw the show Sea Biscuit? I'm not talking about biscuits and gravy. We're going to get some of them biscuits and gravy later. Shahalahaya. Amen. But that movie Sea Biscuit, you know, is about a horse that had a lot of trouble. And that horse was who he was because he came from a genealogy. He had the genetics of a champion. And someone saw that in him. And so they nurtured Seabiscuit along the way until Seabiscuit finally got to the point where he was running like a champion. And there was this final race. And one of the owners said, just let that other horse just get up right alongside a Seabiscuit. And as Seabiscuit is running, let that other horse just look at him in the eye. And when Seabiscuit sees that look, something on the inside of him is going to kick in. And he's going to scoot. And he's going to skedaddle. And he's going to win that race. Though the adversary may come. I said, though the adversary may come. Though he may seek who may need may devour. Those circumstances might look you eye to eye because you come from the bloodline of a champion. Something kicks in, glory to God. Something kicks in on the inside. 
Circumstances say they're going to take you down. Sickness says it's going to take you out. Poverty says we're going to repo, po and every other kind of po. But I'll just take a look in the eyes of him with whom we have to do. And when we see the circumstances, we take off. Something kicks in. Don't tell a champion they can't. Don't tell a champion they can't. Because champions can. Champions know that they can do all things through Christ, which strengthens them. Don't you tell a champion it's all over. The doctors say this, and the recession reports say, yeah, just try to tell a champion they're on their way out. You tell a champion they're on their way out, they'll gird up, glory to God. They'll say, now, wait, wait, wait a minute, glory to God. We ain't going down, we're going over. And that's the kind of attitude that you and I in this life must have. The attitude of a champion. I'll see you at the winner's circle. I'll see you over at the winner's circle. What do you say? Oh, yeah, there's going to be a fight. There might be some bruises. There might be some nails broken. Hey, shalabakata. He'd never tell you to fight the good fight of faith unless there was going to be a fight. But you know what a good fight is, don't you? A good fight is a fight that you win. I feel like preaching in this Holy Ghost church today. You were born to win. And you got the fighter on the inside of you. No, you're not fighting devils. And you're certainly not fighting other people. But what you're fighting is that tendency to want to quit. That tendency to want to give in. That tendency to want to succumb to circumstances. But oh, someone on the inside of you rises up. I said someone on the inside of you. Someone on the inside of me rises up. And you know what? He is the greater one. He's greater than what you face. He'd never tell you greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world if he didn't mean it. He told you that. Now i got a question for you. What are you telling yourself? See, there's a winner's circle and there's a loser's circle. The Bible says whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Another translation says, the victory that you have will bring the very world to its knees. It is called your faith. And so about a day shall a fond day by the spirit of faith, you exercise faith in the blood of Jesus. And that blood automatically puts you over in the winner's circle. You didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve it. We didn't work for it. But Jesus Christ, through his substitutionary sacrifice, brought you over into a family of winners. In Romans 8.37, he said, Nay, 
Now, he's saying nay, because before nay, there was a lot of testing. There was a lot of things going on. But he said, you know, nothing's going to separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And he says, what do we say to these things, these things, these things that try to drag us out of the winner's circle and bring us over into this circle? What shall we say to these things? I tell you, what we'll say to these things if God before us, if God before us, if love before us, who can be against us? And in Romans 8, 37, nay, amidst all these things, we are still more than conquerors through him that loved us. Now, I'm not some sort of an ostrich with my head in the sand. I face difficulties. You face difficulties. I face tests. You face tests. We are not saying you're not going to have another test just because you're purchased by blood. Rather, because you are purchased by blood, you will be tested. But the good news is it's an open book test. I like that when I was a kid. I like that when I was a little boy. The nuns would say, Mark, you're going to have an open book test. I said, "Woo, glory to God. I can make it. And friends, it's an open book. 66 books. Over 5,000 or 8,000 promises in the word of God. Exceeding great and precious promises for those who have been purchased by the precious blood of Jesus. Meditating on the word of God. Letting this precious word dwell in them richly. Oh, Shalomai. And as they let this word dwell in them richly, the test will come. The storms of life come to every one of us. But the difference between those that stay in the winner's circle and those that go outside of the circle is those that stay in the winner's circle didn't just read the book. They acted on the book. And when the floods arose arose, and the wind beat vehemently against their house and beat on it, it could not take it down because it was founded upon a rock. And today, I encourage you to find your life upon the rock. My dear brothers and sisters, keep digging. Keep looking under the word. You know, John said this. He said, behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. He was wanting to gain the attention of the people in that day, in that hour. That's why he said, now look, pay attention. The Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Well, let's bring it over to 2011. You and I need to still be beholding the Lamb of God. You see, the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, for he is the author and the finisher of our faith. The word behold means to look. It means to see. It means to perceive. So as we behold him in the word of God, as if in a mirror, something takes place in our life. We begin to be like who we behold. We begin to act like him whom we behold. And as we behold him, And not allow this word to depart from before our eyes. But keep it in the midst of our heart. The test is going to knock. The trial is going to come. 
It's going to try to knock your head where your feet were two seconds ago. Anybody ever face a test? Anybody ever face a trial? But oh, dear friends, because of the blood. I said because of the blood. Because of the blood that has been shed. And because of the word, glory to God, that's on the inside of you. You do not have to succumb. You do not have to give in. I like what one person said, and so many different people have said it. I don't know who the original was. But I'm kind of like that preacher who said, you know, the first time I'll give so-and-so credit for what was said. Second time I may, but the third time it's all mine. Well, what I'm about to say to you, it's mine. And it can be yours. I like this statement. You see, the test comes, but without a test, you never have a testimony. Come on, somebody. He said in the world, you're going to have some tribulation. But now be a good cheer. Get a little happy up in here. Why? Because I, I've overcome the world. Well, I know, Jesus, you've overcome the world, but what, 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 what about me? I'm glad you asked. Turn to Revelation 12. Hallelujah. Just catch what the Holy Ghost is saying today. You're heirs of God, joint heirs with Jesus. You're on the winner's side. Revelation 12, 11. Let's pull that up. <clears throat> Notice this first part. And they overcame him. Now, the fact that they overcame him means that they had something to overcome. And they, that's you, overcame him, that's the devil, by what? Now, you're too quiet. Don't make me come out there. Let's go to this section over here. They overcame him by what? By what? By what? By what? Now everyone, by the blood of the Lamb. Okay? But also by something else. See, there's a lot of people that have been purchased by blood... They're winners on paper, but in life they're losing. And we don't get happy over that. We're grieved over that. And we want to help people. We want to help people who have been purchased by blood, that have been beat up in life. We want to get them back over here. Back over on the victor's side. Back over on the winning team. Now notice this. Not that. Let's read it all together. Ready, read. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. So notice the two parts. They overcame, something to come over, number one, by the blood of the Lamb, number two, by the word. Of their what? 
In a test, they testified. In a test, they gave testimony. To give testimony, you must say something. You don't overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by thinking about victory. No, you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the Word. Now let's break that down. The word, word there is rhema. R-H-E-M-A, a Greek word, which means the spoken word. So the basis of our victory is the blood. That's the foundation. And we possess that victory by giving testimony to what the blood has done for us. In other words, in the midst of a test, we give a testimony. What kind of testimony? Did you know, saints, that the blood still speaks today? I said the blood still speaks today. And you know, the blood speaks through blood-bought children of God. If you are blood-bought, you must add your testimony, words of faith concerning what the blood has done for you. The blood declares something. The blood says... You're justified. The blood says you're redeemed. The blood says you're an overcomer. The blood says you're cleansed. And the Bible says that if you will add your testimony to what you've been purchased by, you will always overcome. In other words... Say what God's word says about you in the midst of hell. Come on now. Right in the middle of hellish symptoms. I mean, if you have to pick yourself up off the bed and declare by his stripes, I am healed. Declare what the word of God says. You overcome. I overcome. By the word, by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of my testimony. Raise your right hand now to heaven and say it with me in the name of Jesus. I am an overcomer. I am in the winner's circle. I have been purchased by the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, I declare that I am right. In God's sight, sight. I declare declare that through His blood, blood, I have been redeemed. I I am redeemed redeemed from the curse of the law. I am redeemed redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. lamb. I'm redeemed from poverty. I'm redeemed from from sickness. I'm redeemed from from spiritual death. Now say it real strong. For poverty I have wealth. For sickness I have health. 
and for death I have eternal life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's you. Now that's called faith in his blood. Faith where? In his not in your works. Not even in what you just said. Because what we just said has to be based on the word. If it's not based on the word, we lose. Oh, friend, there is a place of victory under the supernatural power of the blood of Jesus. See, you can be purchased by blood and still lose. Make sure in this day and this hour, you're listening to the right voices. Come on now. The major voice to be listening to in this day, in this hour, is the voice of His Word. Now, in the Word, you will see perilous times on one hand and glorious times on the other hand. You will see in the Word tragedy on one hand, and on the other hand, you will see triumph. Are you listening to me? How do we decipher between the two? How do we determine which side we're going to be on? Amen. Amen. See, in the land, I remember Brother Copeland talking about this years ago. That many, many years ago, there was the voices of doom and agony and despair. That things were going south and things were really getting difficult. And things were really going to be tough. That would come through one prophet. And then through another prophet, there was the voice of the Lord saying, Everything's going to be all right. But utterances that come from heaven are conditional. Everything's not going to be all right. If you don't believe it, everything's not going to be all right. If you're living like a loser, come on, one foot in the world and one foot in God, like this, trying to live like that. That's an open door for tragedy. That's an open door to be swallowed up. And I remember Brother Copeland saying, who's right? You know what he said? He said, they're both right. They're both right. Because it is according to your faith and according to your expectation and according to what you believe is what you will receive. Come on now, I know this is preaching. This is good. Can you handle some of this now? This is good preaching. Because this will help us decipher. You see, you've got to make a decision whose side you're going to be on. See, the Lord is already on your side. So you be on His side. And over here on this side, you're going to have opportunities for peril. Opportunities for destruction. But, oh friend, 
If you will apply the blood and have faith in his blood and proclaim your protection, you will always overcome by the blood of Jesus and the word of your testimony. Listen, it gets down to this. That God has set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. And then he says, John, Mark, Bill, Todd, Mary, Sue. You choose life. You make the choice. By faith in the blood. And by faith filled words. That by God's grace, you're going to stay protected. And you're going to stay on the winner's side. See, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And as for me and my house, I've chosen to speak the word of God. And Job said to us, right words are extremely forcible. And so let us prepare for heaven's best. If we fall short in an area, if we miss it, if we fall, if we fall down, I'm telling you, the blood will pick you up. And the grace of God will keep you from falling. And the grace of God will keep you from failing. Whether you realize it or not, there are spiritual laws that have been set in motion, really at creation, that are not changeable. God is a God who speaks words. And he's placed on men and women the ability to speak his word. And when his word is spoken, we can expect to be upheld by the word of his power. Now in closing, how many give me five more minutes? Five, ten. Okay, thank you. Listen very carefully. Turn now to Hebrews chapter 10. Thank you, Lord. I preach without my glasses on. Oh, glory. I should do that more often. Hallelujah. Now, I want to talk to you today just for a few moments and not for very long. I want to talk to you about exercising your right and your privilege To access the throne of God. Exercise your right of access. Access requested. Access granted. By the blood. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22. Look at this now. In this season... Before Easter, it's important to preach on the blood. Jesus Christ crucified, died, buried, and rose again. Hebrews 10.22 says this, Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. That's faith in the blood. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Listen, friends, your past is dead. The verse says that the blood of Jesus will cleanse your heart from an evil or guilty conscience. How many have ever heard of a guy named Smith Wigglesworth? Listen to what he said about the blood. 
He said, there is not one thing in me the blood does not cleanse. That includes your motives. That includes your attitudes. Some of us need to be pleading the blood over our attitudes. Oh, in this life it's so easy to get an attitude. It's easy to get an attitude at Safeway. It's easy to get an attitude on the job. Now we better finish what Wigglesworth said. He said the Holy Spirit never brings condemnation. But he always reveals the blood of Christ. I love this. He is the lifting power of the church. This blood will lift you today. Another writer says the blood can reach into the secret recesses of our motives and purposes and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, iniquity, sin, and shame and guilt. Oh, glory to God. See, this blood speaks of mercy. This blood speaks of forgiveness. I like what the message says. It says, so friends, we can now, without hesitation... We can now walk right up to God, right into the holy place. Jesus has cleared the way by the blood of his sacrifice. Listen to this. Acting as your priest before God. The curtain into God's presence is his body. Then he says, so let's do it. Full of belief, confident That we are presentable inside and out. Now I know some of you feel like an old unworthy dog. I felt like that for many years. But God can open your eyes. Because your right to access Him and to fellowship with Him isn't based on your works. It isn't based on what you did in the past. It's based on what He did in the past. He loves you with an everlasting love. I want to encourage you this Easter season. Exercise your right to access the throne of grace. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Obtain mercy and get your help. Get your help in your time of need. In the Bible where it talks about faith in his blood, it also in the Amplified talks about The faith in his blood is like a mercy seat. In the old covenant, God said, I will commune with you at the mercy seat. This is so beautiful for us in the new covenant because we're under a covenant of grace and mercy. And God says, I'm going to pour out my presence. I'm going to pour out my glory upon my people. All they need to do. Is exercise their right to come boldly and fellowship with me. Access granted for everyone that is purchased by blood. Hallelujah. How many of you have gotten an email and you opened it and there was a download there? Well, on God's computer screen, when you click in and you go to the throne of grace... There's a download of his goodness, a download of his blessing, a download of his health and of his strength for you and for me. We are champions in him.
because he is the champion of the whole world. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's all stand up to our feet. Amen.